The Smile High Morning Show with Danny Williams. Weekday mornings at 9. Henry. Betty White and Dan Reeves are dead too. And Drew Locke is who we thought he was. All on a COVID canceling. Let me see here. Mid-game quitting. 2022 Taco Tuesday edition of the program, Jake. Oh my goodness gracious. Who do you think you are? I am. That's right. We did it, Jake. 2022. What it do? What it do, baby? Yeah. Wow, 2022. Where's the flying cars? Where's the hover hoverboards? I remember when they were like in the year 1999. Make sure to turn your computer off before the year 2000 because it's about to explode. Yeah, right. In the year 2000. Um. Hey, Jake. How are you, buddy? It was good. I just felt like I haven't seen you for. I know, year. bro. Where you been? Uh, you know, just I missed chilling. you. Yeah. Chilling. Huh. Okay. No, wait, I saw you yesterday. Oh yeah, <laughs> for like ten a minute, yeah. ten seconds. Yeah, sorry we weren't on yesterday. Um, we had technical difficulties. Oh, we're on assignment. That's right, we were there on assignment. Is. I got to start the show, Jake. By um, so anyone who's listened to the show for a long time, uh, remembers my uncle Henry. Okay, my dad's brother. My dad's brother. My uncle Henry used to call the show. Okay, he um, had a horrible stroke yesterday morning and died last night. Oh, man. Now it's the hospital till like midnight and it was super sad. It's super heartbreaking. I'm heartbroken for my dad and for my aunts, you know? Yeah. He was 72. Um, and, you know, was... In Vietnam, was world kind of famous for this nomad he had that he'd put in car shows and win. Like, like this incredible, like a car show guy's car show men, like a showman. This is who this guy was. Okay. He worked for the Postal Service for, I don't know, 30 plus years and retired. He was like, you know, was, you know, he, he had, he was very successful. Okay. And he was like um, the statesman of like that side, my dad's side of the family. Really that guy who, if anyone need anything, they kind of went to him. And, um, you know, it's super sad. It's totally unexpected. He texted me on Saturday. We were texting back and forth because we were watching the Rose Bowl parade together and on one of the parades floats there was um a california license plate it said cruising and that's his license plate 
is cruising. His Colorado, nice. his Colorado license plate is cruising. It's badass, Jake. That is badass. So he texts me. He was like, oh, they stole my license plate. And he goes, oh, no big deal. They're just honoring me. And he's holding this big trophy he won last year at the very last car show he put his car in that he ever did. He won. Okay. So he had... Um, a, I don't think they were married, but he was with a girl, a gal, Nellie, for a long time. She died last year, okay, of cancer. And he's quite never been the same. And I remember when he went to that car show and all that kind of stuff, it's kind of a big deal. You know, he's like, uh, man, he was like, <laughs> like um, the everyman, you know, like friends kind of with everybody, can be friends with anybody. And uh, was that kind of guy. It's super sad. He was 72, which, I don't know. Dan Reeves was 77. And I guess I kind of thought, well, you know, 77, 80 years old is lived a good life. But 72 just yesterday, you know, when I'm like standing there, you know, with my uncle there, it's just like felt kind of young. He looked yeah. good. He looked really good. Too soon, for sure. And it was just like, I don't know. It's super duper sad. And I feel really bad for my aunts and for my dad. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry for your loss, Danny. And especially with, you know, a stroke, that's that's almost as unexpected as it gets. Um, he was very healthy. So, yeah, Jeez, condolences Louise, to you and yours. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate it. You know, it's just like, gosh, it makes you think, you know, it's like everyone... It's got something going on in their life. It's just like you got to be. Don't let me tell you to be thankful for, you know, your family and things like that. But, um, you know, or Matt, you know, it's, you know, you're we're lucky, Jake. I'm you're, you're a lucky guy. I'm a lucky guy. So can't take it for granted. You can't do it. And I'm just kind of heartbroken for, you know, my family members who I don't know. Um, he was like, he was a good, good man. He was a good guy. You know, he would hit me with all the time. We're, you know, we're texting back and forth. He'd send me these funny little things and he would like create little things like jib jab things where you put like his head and like the ear, their aunt's heads on like, you know, little bo dancing body things, right. you know, doing funny things. He did that kind of stuff. He was funny. He was really funny. And then, um, you know, it's like I, uh, I don't know. I just felt like my dad couldn't go to the hospital yesterday he couldn't bring himself to go you know and like he doesn't take this kind of stuff well who would my dad's the youngest of 12 kids there was 12 wow. of them jake 12 my dad was the youngest so you know that's his big brother and i just felt like i don't know i had to go like be there for my aunts and like for my dad and, and for my uncle last night you know and i felt bad leaving I didn't want to leave. I felt guilty leaving. Kids had school today for the first day back, like after their break. And, you know, I don't know. I felt like even now, like maybe I should have just stayed longer. And I guess, but um, that's it. I'm sad about it. And that's it. I appreciate it, Jake. You know, Dan Reeves, we were at uh, like Hacienda last year. I saw Dan Reeves and we kind of looked at each other and gave us a little, hey. Hey, hey, coach. And he gave me that little, you know, uh, hey, big cat. Type of, but like Dan Reeves, man, what an icon. Like, really, there's some, um, as time passes, you realize 
how great of a figure, monumental figure he was in the history of this Broncos franchise and in the NFL. I mean, like to think if you listen, even if you don't believe in God, okay, you but you, you got to believe in the sports gods or like the universe for the Broncos to have played the Falcons. Dan Reeves leads those Falcons to the Super Bowl. It's just like you can't make that kind of stuff up, you know? Right. And then from him, the, the, listen, the ice bowl, the, the, the from the player that he the great player he was under Tom Landry amongst those great Cowboys teams of all time to coaching Michael Vick to being the first guy to put Michael Vick on the field and let that guy loose. He didn't keep those Elway restraints on him like he would keep on Elway till the fourth quarter till Elway had to come back and win the game for us. He knew what he had in Michael Vick, let the guy loose, and um, Dan Reeves is a Hall of Famer who what sucks is some guys like uh, Dan Reeves um, will have to die before you realize, damn, that guy was a Hall of Famer. And then you put him in the Hall of Fame like I like when he can't enjoy it, I guess kind of sucks. Yeah, unfortunately, that's the case for a lot of guys. You know, I mean, I, I didn't realize they put Stabler in the Hall of Fame like a month after he died. You know what I mean? Right. So how, how, how kind of sad is that? Yeah, I didn't realize that. You know, Dan Reeves had as a player and a coach went to nine Super Bowls total. That's, and that's insane. There's he's part of the 200 win club as a coach, Jake, 200 win club. There's nine of those guys in the 200 win club. Only two of those guys are in the Hall of Fame. And one of them is Marty Schottenheimer, who I also think needs to be in the Hall of Fame one day. If Eric Coriel is in there, we're going to put the Dick Vermills and stuff like that into the Hall of Fame. You got to have those two guys in. You got to. So we missed you guys. We were here ready to do a show yesterday. It didn't happen. That's show business. We have a lot to talk about today. We will have a couple guests. I'm trying to get Mark Jackson to jump on talking about Dan Reeves for a minute or two. And then, uh, I mean, those fires, Jake, it's like, I, I, it's when... You see the aerial footage. I don't know if it's probably a drone or something. Right. It's a whole neighborhood. And they're not like cabins up on a mountainside burnt down. This is a whole neighborhood. Gone. And you can't believe it. It's, man, like some of the stories, people dragging some of their stuff into the, the street. Um, I don't know. People think they could save their homes with like their hoses and stuff like that. It's, it's so heartbreaking. But. The Burnham Law Firm, it's no slogans, just, just great lawyers. They're, I mean, like, not only has Todd donated thousands and thousands of dollars, they're trying to help families with, like, $500 gift cards who are, you know, need it right now. So we have um, a guest who I'm kind of, you know, happy to have in the second hour to talk about this stuff, see how you guys can help, and just... You know, appreciate what people are doing to help the people who are like displaced right now, man. Imagine it, Jake. It's like, man, I have so much stuff that, you know, but, you know, in the end, it's, I don't know, things that are really, really important to me. I don't know, like a handful of family belongings and photos and a couple little things, you know, right. An LA jersey, a couple little things that I would <laughs> try to save, I guess. At bef after I save 
my family or tried to save my family. So the firefighters and all that, firefighters, you know, uh, policemen, military. Damn, Jake. Those are like, they're a greater man than I am. Heroes. True heroes. There's like, you know, to me, like uh, athlete. I couldn't do it. I just couldn't do it. It takes a lot. And I'm thankful for those who can do it. You know? We want to hear from you guys. Join the conversation. 303-831-1340. It's the hotline and the Go Fast Energy Drink text line. Watch us at MileHighSports.com right now. Lots of ways to get involved with the show. We want to hear from you guys. Ooh, back on the other side, Mile High Sports. Back in. Taco Tuesday edition of the program, 303-831-1340, the hotline, the Go Fast Energy Drink text line. Thanks for being with us. Lots of ways to get involved with the show today. We have so much stuff to talk about. I don't know how we're going to do it. I don't know where we start, Jake. So, I mean, like the commotion and I think the topic du jour. Um, what's the soup du jour? It's the soup of the day. Mmm. That sounds good. I think I'll have that. Um, is the notion that Vic Fangio returns. Yeah, right. Vic Fangio will be fired on Sunday. On Sunday. Black Sunday. The game got moved to Saturday. So Vic Fangio will be fired notified he was relieved of his duties after the game. And there'll be, you know, press conference on probably Monday. Maybe, yeah, probably on Monday. That's the hope. No, that's what's going to happen. Hopefully. No, no. <laughs> Let's not do this. <laughs> you know, have you heard my Kamara stuff? I've Listen, when I'm locked in sometimes, it's some of my, some of my best. Okay. I'll take your word for it. We'll see. This organization just seems this, to know how to screw things up. So This is not a crazy prediction. Check this out. Here's what George Payton is learning and maybe has learned and maybe didn't realize um, when you're with the Vikings. The Vikings fan base, little cute fan base. Okay. This is Broncos country. You know, this is like Mr. Worldwide. This is a this is this is a, a a national brand. Okay? The Broncos and the I don't know, man, the de- the demanding kind of of excellence and the I don't know, man, the way that this fan base operates is n- n- Nothing like he's ever realized and nothing like he's ever experienced. Okay? He needs to understand, and I think he understands this. Vic Fangio has to go. There's no way on the planet Earth, God's green Earth, that you can sell running it back with Fangio. There's no way. I mean, there's no way because. You do, he doesn't want to become the next target of Broncos country. You know, the next, you know, um, 
I don't know. The next guy who this fan base turns on and blames for the shortcomings of what's going on. Right. And they'll do that if you run this back with Fangio the first time they're one and three next season. Okay. So they will move on. Do you know what I think? And I haven't heard this anywhere else. I think we're just smarter than everywhere else and everybody else is. He's been lying the he's been laying the groundwork down this whole last year. His first year on the job. Okay? When you take a job, a new job and you're the boss, there's two ways you can go about it. You come in right away and you just blow the whole thing up. Just start making your own hires. But with that, you know, again, I'm trying to just figure out where the uh, best uh, toilet is in the building and where the snack machines are and uh, trying to figure, hey, where are those binders for the tight ends? You know what I mean? There's a feeling out period, yeah. So to have all the plate of the firings and then the hirings as well, that's a tall task. So some people will see what they have. I'm going to have a look. Continue to do your job as normal. Tell everybody what they want to hear. You ain't going nowhere. You're, you know, you're safe. Do your job. What you were hired for. I'm not here to, you know, fire you. Yet. But after a year on the job, after you're comfortable, after you've seen what guys are capable of, and also over a year's time laying the groundwork down on Nathaniel Hackett. And, you know, you know, Matt Corral, the, the, the pickets, I, I want them to know more about those guys right now than we would even ever imagine. Their first girlfriends, when they lost their V-card, v when they got their V-card taken. I mean, like all that stuff. I swear to you, I want to know all of it, Jake. Everything. If I'm drafting a guy in the first round, I need to know everything. I'm tracking down that first girlfriend, all this kind of stuff. Well, you know, what happened? Well, we're 15. I don't know. What do you, what do you want to say? Okay. That's it? Yeah. I think you're right. You know, he's laying, he laid down the groundwork this year. He, he told everybody. I think he did himself a favor by the, kind of using Fangio as a scapegoat here where he says, I owe it to Vic Fangio to give him a, give him another year. Oh, because he said, oh, I, one of the reasons why I took the job was Vic Fangio. Because of the injuries okay. and the COVID issues. So he gave him another chance. And I think by saying that, it gives him a way out. Like, all right, you didn't, you didn't come through uh, the next season after I gave you another opportunity. And you fell flat on your face. You don't listen. It's like, I, I see what you're saying. Yes, yes. True. But also, like, again, part of the job of becoming a general manager. It's like the perks of the job, the great parking spot. We get a, you know, a town car, a, you know, a brand new town car, Buick. Um, not Lincoln. And you get a fire, hire your new, a new head coach. Those are the perks to the job of being a new general manager. Bring your guys in. That's part of the job. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, uh, you're you're there for a reason because it went wrong. Something went very wrong. Okay, so that's just part of the package here. So there's this. I just I'm t don't worry, Broncos country. Don't do this to yourself. Do not do this to yourself. It's Tuesday. It's a Taco Tuesday edition of the program. Yeah. Okay. 
But you just got to wait till Sunday or Monday. This thing, this thing will be over. Vic Fangio, I mean, appreciate the, you know, what you helped build that defense up. I mean, like, let's have that as his legacy for the next defensive coordinator who could take this thing over and, you know, and keep it humming, man. They're actually not all that talented, to be honest with you. I think you trim a little fat with the Kareem Jacksons. I got to take a look. You know, we've moved on from the Josie Jewels now. We're better now, you know. Um, we'll see. So don't panic. Horrible loss for the Broncos. We saw it coming a mile away. Hope you're not mad about the loss, guys. So we told you last week, the whole week was about to go down there. So, well, they were still in the playoff race. Oh, were they? Okay. We got a lot to talk about. I'm like moving on from this season, Jake, and I'm turning the page. I'm ready. You know what I mean? It's like I'm ready to move on from Vic Fangio. I'm ready to discuss a collegiate quarterback in the first round. I'm ready to see what's up. I'm ready for the Russell Wilson rumor mill. I'm ready for the Aaron Rodgers, you know, drama. to champ. I got to see what he got. What's he going to say on McAfee this week? What do you say on McAfee? Anything crazy about scientists and science? <laughs> Home remedies? <laughs> <laughs> Home remedies? Uh, okay. We appreciate you guys join the conversation. 303-831-1340 is the hotline and the Go Fast Energy Drink text line. We can see a bunch of you guys watching us on milehighsports.com right now. Holler at us. Holler at your boys. It's your boy. Danny Williams and Jake Meyer. It's Mile High Sports. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Ho. H to the OV. I used to move snowflakes by the OZ. I guess even back then you can call me CEO of the ROC. Ho. Fresh out the frying pan into the fire. I beat up. It's so crazy. Your boy. He's good. He's an all-timer. No one really sound like Jay-Z. I think that's kind of what I liked about him, you know? Very unique. That's what the great ones, you know. Drake. <laughs> Drake. Drake. <laughs> I don't know. Drake sounds just like any dude out there. You know? Yeah, he's got some hits, though. Plus, he stole my nickname from me. Certified lover boy. Do you know what? Yesterday, they... Uh, my guy at the Starbucks, you know, I get my same little drink. I get the hookup. And, you know, and then he was like, hey, Danish Dan, you want a Danish today? And I was like, yeah, I want a Danish today. I'm Danish Dan. I want a Danish today, you know? So he gave me this guy. Just, he was like, you want a croissant or you want a Danish? And I was like, I'm Danish Dan. Give me a Danish. Oh, man, it was so good. I was rolling. Hey. I, what kind of Danish? It was like a cream cheese Danish. It was it. There was a little too cream cheesy. I wiped out, took some of the cream cheese out, but then it made it just. It's like it was power, like frosting. You know what mm. I mean? It's like it was powerful, like a little bit. Yeah, you know a little bit I mean? of cream cheese goes a long way. Yes, but it was just like then he was like uh, uh, Danish. Then you want that Danish warmed? And I was like, yeah, I do. So I ate that Danish and had my coffee, and I was ready to do that show yesterday. And then it was like, go home. 
And I was like, what? Get out he of here. He was like, yeah. No, I was like, he was like, just kidding. He's like, we had some issues here or whatever. No big deal. So Jake and I were like, uh, okay. I'm just chilling here. Before we were like, are you sure you don't want us to stick around and help? We were just like, okay, and ran off. Later. <laughs> um, But yeah, so where were we? Sports? Danishes? Oh, Danishes. Yes. So that's it. It was a free Danish at the Starbucks. That's yesterday. sweet. Yeah, it was, it was badass, Jake. That is badass. Um, I was like, I, saved it? I didn't know if I was going to like it. Because I was like, it was like, do you want croissant or Danish? And croissant I was like, is it a chocolate croissant? And they were like, no, nah, just regular croissant. And I was like, well, give me that Danish then. I have to tell you, Jake, I was going to bring you the Danish. But I ate it all. I'm sorry. Hey, man, I can't blame my you. Bad, my when bad, my bad. When you got a sweet looking Danish right there in <laughs> front of you. I was warmed all warmed up. How, are you, how do you not eat it? It was like warm apple pie. No, I'm just joking. I didn't have sex with it. Uh, okay, where were we? Uh, sports, but you know who really, I think, went out for a Danish? Antonio Brown. I think that's why he left. He really wanted a Danish. <laughs> what a crackpot. We're not supposed to make fun of mental health stuff. I think he's an, just an a-hole. You know, I don't, in like, mental health I don't, doesn't excuse a-hole. He's a butthole. You know, it really, in the end, when it comes to, to Antonio Brown, he's like, he's the bad guy. Duh. Duh. <laughs> it's just like that, man. I don't want, don't let off him off the hook for being a a-hole. So, man, he had it good. He had it so good, man. And do you know what? I saw some um, tweet he was 55 yards short of like a $400,000 bonus. A handful of catches from another $333,000 bonus. And then one more category where he would have hit. He would have hit it in this game or the next game. He would have reached these bonuses. That, he cost himself about um, whatever the rest of the season was worth to him. Another million dollars on top of it for this outburst. You got to be chasing the bag. And you know oh he cost himself. He, he fumbled the bag. What's wrong with this guy? Uh, there, I, I was talking with Nate uh -huh. yesterday, and he thinks that uh, he, he might be a little bipolar. Um, you know, one moment he's you know losing his mind on the field and throwing his uh, stuff in the stands, and the next minute he's posting on social media like nothing ever happened. Um, yeah, and he's weird. at the Nets game, you know, courtside. Uh, just later on that day or the next day. Um, but he was standing outside of the stadium waiting for an, an Uber. Uber. Like Uber. Yeah. Can you believe that? That's that's unbelievable, honestly. And I've never seen anything like it. I've never like seen it. anything like it. And do you know what? It was very, like, sometimes things are, um, um, you know, your lasting memory or like the last thing you kind of see. He might have thought it was just I'm walking off the field here and, you know, F you guys and I'm going to come back with another team type of stuff that cheering to the crowd and full and, you know, in the as he's standing in the Jets in zone there, you know, putting his arms up and firing the crowd up. That will be the last time we ever see Antonio Brown on an NFL football field. Yeah. I 100% believe no other team is going to want to touch him after everything that he's done. All the teams. Do you know that what? Actually, I hope it is. I don't know if it'll really be or not. Yeah, I mean, as long I don't, as you I can. I mean, like, he can play. Obviously, he can still touchdowns. play. He had two touchdowns and 100 yards a couple weeks ago, and he had 10 receptions for in a big game eight days ago, nine days ago, 10 days ago. He's still got talent. That's, that's a given. He's a Hall of Famer, bro. He is a Hall of Famer. 
but you don't see that every day of the week. That's for sure. And while I, of course, there's. Did you hear the other side of the story? Well, of course I did, but why don't you tell me about it? So apparently, Antonio Brown was telling the coaching staff that he was hurt. You know, his ankle, you know, yeah. his ankle's messed up, and he's not going in. And apparently, somebody told him, "Well, you go in when we tell you to go in, A or, third time. or you can leave." They're trying to talk him into, and then he said, "You know, he said get out." Yeah, or you can leave, and he's like, "All right, well." He was I'm, in I'll... the game for three receptions for twenty-seven yards already. They thought he was healthy enough to go, and he thought he was hurt, and they needed him. I mean, they're without Godwin for the rest of the season, right? Right. You know, Brady didn't need Godwin or Antonio Brown. Nah, he really doesn't. <laughs> he, hey, listen, he, he he got it done with Rashad Caldwell and Troy Brown. Mike Evans. Yeah. But uh, I don't know how to feel about this. I think that Antonio Brown, uh, we heard Tom Brady say that um, we need to approach this with compassion and, and you know realize what Antonio Brown's going through. But, you know, it's kind of hard when that's your lasting image on on ab um and there's been so many other circumstances where he's like you said been an a-hole well i just don't want to let off the hook you know you're gonna think well some guy does stuff like that he's obviously something's wrong with him well yeah he's an a-hole he's got no class he's just a bad dude so let's not let him off the hook for that kind of stuff. So I don't know. You know, for Tom Brady to, I'll tell you this, man, that Tom Brady's one, you know, sweetheart. For the guy to kind of put his reputation out there, his own, to get that guy in there, you know, uh, vouch for him. Uh, vouch? Vouch. 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 That's what I said. Vouch uh, or vouch? Vouch? Uh, I guess we'll never know. Um, you know, and then Tom to say, you know, have compassion for the guy instead of be like, this guy quit on us. Quit. Mid game. Quit. Quit, quit, quit. They were down in the game. Tom Brady brings him back again. Heroes work, you know? So, yeah, man. You know, see you later, alligator. Go in, I want to get knocked out by one of the Paul brothers now. I really do. I want to get knocked out by even the lesser one. Right. Lo- Logan Paul. Logan. Bro- so, Brogan. <laughs> Uh, I just did a little bit of a Google search, um, and you know Bruce Arians said you know he's no longer a Buck, but he's technically still a Buck. They haven't officially cut him from their team yet, so maybe they can you know reconcile. Really, and maybe eventually he he might come back. They would let a guy like that come back. Eh, Damn, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Bruce Arians would look like a fool if he does. Uh, you say whatever you need to say at that time. You like you say whatever you need to say during that press conference at that moment, that day, at that time. He also said he was never going to be on the team. Remember that we don't need him, right? We don't need you know. So I, you know, that's those are words, bro. Meaningless, right? Yeah, I mean, to a point. Just sounds coming out of a throat. Vocal cords. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. If you're an animal, it just sounds like. Bocking like blah 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 blah. blah, blah. It's like that's all it is. It's just words, noises, <laughs> exactly noises, vibrations. That's right. Okay. Three zero three eight three one thirteen forty is the hotline. The Go Fast Energy Drink text line. Join the conversation. We got so much to talk about, man. I'm not sure. We just got to keep moving, keep it moving, right? Um. 
Nuggets, tough loss last night. You know, they were, for one, they had a million turnovers. You know? But, like, you know with the, the Nuggets, big pitcher with their talent right now? You know, Jake, there's only one problem. They're not any good. But they're good enough for the fifth seed. You know what I mean? Like, to the standard of, I guess, some of the best basketball in the league right now, or at least to the standard of the Nuggets' own recent successes, this is... They're, they're, they're not that good. The surrounding cast. Jokic is incredible. He's an all-time great. He's an all-time great. You know, last year it was Draymond and Steph, two dudes. Draymond does what he does. It was just Steph. Wiseman was a bust. No clay. It was like they retooled. They had nothing. And, like, they went out there, and when Steph came back, they started winning games. Why? Because Steph's an all-time great. You know, did they win a championship? No. The Nuggets can, with this outfit going to win a championship? No. You know, let's let Jamal Murray give him up till February. I mean, I mean, I mean, though, like February 1st, though, bro. I hope he's 100 right now and like, I can go, I can go. He's been clear. I hope he's been cleared the whole thing. And it's what? It's the 4th of January today, right? One more month. You know, I don't know. What? Make sure he's good. I guess, but there's never a right time or a wrong time after the guy's 100 and cleared and he feels like he can go. You I mean, know? he said as long as he's 100%, he's ready to go. Um, he's not going to come back at 95%, but when he feels he's 100% back to a God, normal. what a breath of fresh air he will be out there on that court. And oh do you know God. what? I think, too, sometimes like when you have it taken away from you like that, look at what the incredible player Dax kind of come back to be after his year away from the game you miss you know you, you have it taken away from you come back and it's sometimes you're better for it right not every guy but Adrian sometimes you Peterson. see it different you appreciate the game and also like you it's different for you from the sideline in probably a lot of different ways so i hope jamal murray takes his game to the next level, level when he comes back becomes that all-star player we hope he could be danny williams and jake meyer on a taco tuesday edition of the program back on the other side it's my life sports It's Sharon. Let's go. Okay. Thanks for being with us. We appreciate the interaction and the participation with the show. Hit us. Want to know you're out there. Um, I'd assume everyone's getting back to their normal lives post-holidays, unless their New Year's resolution was to uh, stop listening to us. And if that's the case, hold up, <laughs> hold up. He he he's an idiot. Hold up. That's he's an idiot. That's what we got to say. He's don't listen to this. He's an idiot. All right. That's what we got to say about that. You know, I mean, he's an idiot. Why would you do that though? Next question. Uh, There's no reason to. No, no, not at all. So, what about anything about the game? Eh, I mean, Drew Lock didn't look terrible. What does that mean? Uh, he's just mediocre. It was a mediocre performance. Um, he sucks, though, right? Overall, yeah. He's, yeah. he's a turnover machine. Uh, he's had a string of a couple decent games, but uh, he didn't score a touchdown this, this week. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's just not enough. 
13 points against the Chargers, it's not nearly enough. You're not going to compete with that type of performance. I have new NF my my NFL MVP rankings out. While I think Aaron Rodgers has this thing clinched. Yeah. What? Yeah. Who you got? Brady. It's not even close. Big cheer? Are you kidding me? Big cheer. Are you kidding Rogers. me? Rodgers. What is that? How are you going to put Rodgers over Brady? Rodgers is going to win the award. No. He missed yes, the game. Yes. Listen, I got Burrow in front of Brady. Hey! Oh. Yeah! <laughs> I got Rodgers one, Burrow two, Brady three, Cooper Cup through four, Jonathan Taylor five. Fool. How, what's Brady's your? number one. Brady's no. one, Rodgers two, Burrow three, and Jonathan Taylor four. Let's see what Fandle has to say about it. Let's see here. Again, I'm going to run my calculations one more time. I'm still getting Rogers. Okay, let's see here. NFL, more NFL. Okay, okay. What am I doing here? Super Bowl. Let's see here. Uh, Season awards. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Rogers is the favorite. Well, Jake, it looks like I'm about to let the cat out of the bag. <laughs> Rogers minus four hundred, minus four hundred. To win MVP, Brady plus 550. What? So if you believe that, Jake. I'm betting Brady. Are you kidding me? You better go me? put 100 on Brady to pay out $650 of American. I don't know what FanDuel is thinking right now. I mean, well, are you kidding me? Brady has a, th- a thousand more yards. A thousand more yards. Five more touchdowns. It's the perception of how hot the Packers are this home stretch of the season, how good he's been of late. Most recent recency bias, man. I mean, Kyler's been great. Kyler should be an MVP on my list as much as anybody, but I don't even have him in my top five now. And either does uh, Vegas Rogers minus 400 Brady plus 550 Jonathan Taylor, Thomas plus 1400. Hey, Burrow next Plus fourteen hundred. I'm not the only one who has Burrow moving up big time. Josh Allen plus four thousand. Patrick Mahomes plus four thousand. Kyler's not even on this list. Plus seventy five hundred. Dak Prescott plus uh, ten thousand. Herbert plus ten thousand. Just to give you an example, ten dollars on Dak Prescott to win MVP pays a thousand. Wow. So That's it's not going to happen. Okay. This is not one of those maybes. We know the voters, you know, like they Vegas knows they know this is not a maybe. This is a for sure. What could change? I don't I don't think anything could change at this point in the season unless Burrow throws for another 500 yards in the last game. Even then, no, that wouldn't be good enough. Let's see if Jonathan Taylor could have a four touchdown game to wrap up the season. Would that do it for him? No, no. Um, Brady 
would have to throw like six touchdowns in the final game here to for people to be like, eh, okay, and it'd still be like a Rogers still win it. No, Brady already has five thousand, <laughs> almost five thousand yards. He's already got forty touchdowns. Listen, Rogers can't. You're not wrong, but how the season has progressed, it was Kyler's award at the beginning of the season. Okay, Josh Allen took it for about two weeks. Right. And Brady's been consistent. Brady all year long. had it the rest of the season till about two weeks ago, two or three weeks ago. And then Rogers clinched it. No way. Clinched like butt cheeks. I'll put 100 on Brady right now. And I'll be a rich man because of it. I'll put 20 with you, me, Rogers versus Brady 2020. You down? I'm down. All right. You're on then. Let's do it. You got it. Okay. Um, Again, here's mine. I got Rodgers, Burrow, Brady, Cooper, Cup, Jonathan Taylor. You're right. I got to put Brady in front of Burrow. But I have Burrow firmly at three then. And so then I. I have Cooper Cup in front of Jonathan Taylor because Cooper Cup's having a season truly for the ages. Jonathan Taylor's been great, carried that team. It's it's all him. It's not Wentz. I think Wentz is poop quarterback still. Um, That's it. Those are my five guys. And I feel bad for leaving Kyler off, to be honest with you. And I think... Josh Allen's had a nice season. Patrick Mahomes had an incredible second half of the season. Dak has been great. Um, it's a tough one this year. I agree with your list entirely, except for the top two. I just switch them. You're good. I I feel you. And a lot of there's a lot of people who would agree with you, but you know these voting the you know the voting media is I don't know, man. Kind of I I don't know. Do you know what's a little surprising? A little bit is. The blowback and a lot of people like I saw Herbert saying um, a tweet he put out there. I'm sick of talking about this guy, uh, Brady. I'm over him. Or, uh, Rogers, I'm over him. Moved on. Thank you, my friend. Just a Jersey boy living the dream. So like he had, you know, he's all over him. And he's a media guy. He's not a voting media guy. But there are some people who are going to kind of hold that against Aaron Rodgers. So I have to say, to be honest with you, I thought this would be like more of a minus 150, right. 200 with a Brady plus 200. This gap is huge. It's this ridiculous. is a huge gap. And if you really believe that, man, I might go put 50 on that, Jake. To I be mean, honest with you, it's not a bad little. Rodgers missed a game. I mean, Brady's played all season long. He's been healthy. He's been consistent. He's got better numbers. I don't see how you give it to Rodgers over Brady. It's, it's asinine. If if Rodgers gets the war the award, it the award is a sham. It's not a sham. It's a slight popularity contest. And it's a um sham. A bit of a it you know, how hot are you? What have you done for me lately type of award? It's a sham wow. <laughs> you follow me, cameraman? Vince the Sham Wow guy? Dang, Vince the Sham Wow guy got his tongue bitten off by a prostitute. Don't kiss him. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> I like a pretty woman. Julie Roberts is like, I don't kiss. <laughs> okay. What else don't you do? Because what am I paying for here? No, that's inappropriate. It's a great movie, Pretty Woman. It's one of my favorites. You seen it? Pretty Woman? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Classic. Danny Williams and Jake Meyer back on the other side of Smiley Sports. Sports.